Welcome! That was too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, listeners, to another episode of your favorite podcast. It's the Pursuit of Perfectness, the podcast that explores the endless quest for excellence in all areas of life. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ellen Matthews. And me over here, well, I'm the other one of your co-hosts, and that would be a guy by the name of Dennis Pacheco. Dennis, I didn't even see you over there. Good to see you. Oh, yeah. I was hiding in the shadows. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, uh, me too. It is a delight to be uh, hosting another episode of this fabulous podcast, especially with today's topic, which mm-hmm. is, drumroll please, tidying keeping a clean home a clean space yeah important topic very psyched to talk about this topic uh but before we get into it ellen so glad to see you how has your week been anything perfect happening let's talk about it so this week you know ghosts of episode pasts have been haunting me um, because I've been thinking a lot about my sleep this week and which we covered in an episode. And I've been thinking a lot of my activity level this week, which we also covered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to be really gentle with myself because I am definitely going to bed too late. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm on the TikTok and I uh-huh. that is preventing me from sleeping. Um, last night I did pedal to the metal and I read before bed. And that is a habit that I'm really, really, really trying. What to. do you mean pedal to the metal? I, I just <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> I guess like pedal to the metal for discipline. Oh you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like, stop messing around. We're doing this. We're mm-hmm. putting the phone away. We're getting the book out. We're flooring this metaphorical car nice. into good habits. Great. So, you know, nothing like super exciting, just like, but, you know, life isn't all about the exciting things, right? It's mm-hmm. about the incremental, unexciting things that yeah. add up to big, to big things. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. And habits are really good. Um, if you want to form a good habit, I think routines are really good for helping you mm-hmm. form those good habits. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Do you have a routine that you do when you want to go to bed? I just downloaded an app to try to get me into a better routine, but it has to do with tidying. So I'm going to save it for later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Save it. <laughs> do you have a routine, Dennis? I do have a routine. Tell me about it. Uh, well, I, I brush my teeth. I do my oral hygiene. Uh, I um, and then I uh, well, I always read before bed. I always read comics before bed. On every my day, every night. Yeah, every night I read comics before bed. It's really good. So, so I try to get in bed before midnight, and then so I've I've I always I always count to four these four things that I need to help me sleep. I love that. Yeah, and I just recently started doing the sign of the cross now when I do it. Whoa. Yeah, so it's like. Number one is head, and that's I got to put my earplugs in. Ah. Num- number two is down here in the torso. That's pointing at the pill that I that I'm supposed to take, the trazodone. 
then over here on the left, that's my Apple Watch. I have to have it on and charged so that it can track my sleep. And then over here on the right, that's my alarm. I got to make sure my alarm is on. Very cool. So I got those cool. four things. Yeah, then I, then, then I have peace of mind. I'm sure like the physical nature of the sign of the cross is like also helpful for remembering everything. Yeah, it is. Uh, and then when I, I read until midnight, when midnight rolls around, I do Wordle. Me too. We all know. <laughs> we all know each other's sleep <laughs> cycles based on our Wordle chat. I know yeah. yours, Rob's, Robin's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me, me and Robin are, but at the same time, we both do Wordle. Yeah. I uh, I always around five after twelve, or depending on when I notice it's after twelve, I'll say to Robin, "It's Wordle time." <laughs> <laughs> Good. You know, it's so funny. So, listeners. Um, Dennis, Robin, and Rob Penty, friend of the pod, uh, and I have a Wordle chat where we share each other's, where we share our results with each other. And it's funny because I feel like when we first started, Rob was like, I always wait for the morning to do it. I don't do it at midnight. (laughs) And so I was like kind of self-conscious. I was like, I should wait until the morning. And then at some point I stopped caring and I sent it like at 12.02. Yeah. Uh, because it can't wait. I know. Uh, I was I was also I I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it at midnight because my brain is a little too too mushy from the day. Yeah. I have to wait till the morning when I'm fresh. I know. It's probably uh, but, would be better. Yeah. I don't know. My brain's pretty mushy in the morning too. Every now and then I'll be up at like two AM. And I'll uh, do it, and I'll be like, I can't share this. They're going to think I'm crazy, but then I yeah. do. <laughs> I, I, I'm also that way. It's like one thirty-two, and I'm like, I shouldn't share this. They don't need to know. They don't need they to don't know need I'm to awake know. right I'm awake. now. It's none of their business. Yeah. But then I but then I'll literally anyway. can't even wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, folks, um, get good sleep. Yeah. Um. I, how is your week aside from that? Uh, anything perfect happen? Well, you kind of, yeah, I guess. I mean, I had a I had a good week. Um, I'm I signed. Okay, so I I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I signed up for a five k. Love that. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast. Did guess, the podcast motivate you to do that? Um, in a way, mm. like the podcast made me start thinking about running and routines mm-hmm. to get me into running because, like, it's a very powerful podcast. It is. It's changing the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but like forming habits, you know, is is uh, like the keys to forming habits are like making making the thing you want to do like as low, like making the barrier to yes. entry as low as possible. Making yes. it like so my my bar- my way to do to to lower that barrier to entry for running is I'll lay out my running clothes at night, and that's the only okay. choice I have to put on in the morning. So I'll wake up and when I dress, it's running clothes. And then suddenly I'm in running clothes. I'm like, well, I might as well go for a run. It's just a snowball. Yeah. I'm like, well, I feel silly if I'm just hanging out in running clothes. So I got my (laughs) running clothes on and like, you know, and then I, and I go for a run. So it has made it a lot easier, you know, and I've gotten the gear, the, the, the running shirts, shorts, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just, my my brain went on a tangent of like, Uh (laughs) like, you know, Sometimes I struggle to cook and I'm like, what if I put on like a full on chef outfit? (laughs) Do you think I would be like, well, I might as well cook something. I'm already dressed the part. Yeah. Uh, Dress for the chore you'd like to get done. That's the saying, right? 
Yeah, don't, don't dress for dress the chore the you have. Dress for the <laughs> chore you, you want. Dress for the chore you want done. Yeah. Um, well, I shared my running, um, re- my running uh, aspirations with Rick Andrews. Um, mm, avid runner. Who is an avid runner. He's run multiple marathons. Um, and he's uh, very supportive uh, and he had great advice. And, and his advice was, uh, well, a long time ago, he gave me the advice, get good running shoes. Yeah. Which is like really, really good advice. Uh, but recently he also said like, um, um, get on Strava, like connect your app oh, that yeah. you make use to Strava, make, it, make it social. Yeah. And I love getting those kudos on Strava. Mm. And the other thing he said was like, sign up for a 5k and like, you know, I did it. It was like 40 bucks. It's in November. I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I wouldn't be so like into running if I didn't know that mentally I, oh, well, I have to prepare for this 5k. Yeah. Maybe I need to do that. Cause I it, recommend it. Yeah. It, it gives you like a, a target, you know? Yeah. Otherwise it's, it's getting, like, it's a deadline. Yeah. It's a deadline. I love that. God, look at us just improving. <laughs> I ran the farthest I think that I've ever run today. Really? How Which many? wasn't that far. That's okay. How far was it? If not that it, it was, matters because it was it, your personal best and that's all that matters. Yeah, it was 2.67 miles and I ran at Amazing. 12 minutes 39 second pace, like 12 12 and a half minute mile. Amazing. So 5k, yeah. like a 5k is like 3.2 um, yeah. maybe. So like that would be your ultimate once you do it. Yeah. Well, I was supposed to run a 5k today according to my app. Mm. And uh I screwed up something and I got in my head and I I fell short of the goal. But it's still more than I've ever run before. I'm not. That's amazing. So I'm celebrating that as a win. Absolutely. You, that if our goals are high enough, falling short is still amazing. Yeah. Right. I agree. Shoot for the stars and you'll get to the moon. Yes. Right. <laughs> That's how that saying goes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> Wonderful. Um, anything else on your mind before we dive in? Um, I'll be honest. I did some extra tidying today oh, in preparation for this episode because I was like, I don't want to feel like bad about myself. <laughs> I have. I definitely have been tidying more leading up to this episode. Uh-huh. Um, I've definitely been more conscious of it. I think I when I sent out the email for a listener feedback which we'll get to later in the episode i definitely was like "Eh, let's make sure my space is is good uh well then let's get into it so we're talking about tidying today and um i recently discovered an app which i have no business promoting um and it also (laughs) was not free and i they're they're gonna be mad (laughs) at you for promoting it right (laughs) i just feel like i literally it's so silly, Dennis, because it's okay. I'll just tell you. It's called it's called Me Plus, M E Plus, and it's. I downloaded it because it was like it's free, and then you download it, and it's like for seven days, and then we charge you. Mm. Um, it's like for like it charges you for the year, and I. It has made me so happy that I was like, it's worth it. You know what I mean? Because all it is, is it's marketed for people with ADHD, which I don't 
actually have, but I can see why it would be beneficial to someone who might have ADHD because it's just like, um, like helpful lists of like tasks that you need to do throughout your day and like very simple ones like brush your teeth, floss, mm-hmm. like, and then you can add, like you can pick which ones are like important to you and which ones, you know, are not so important to you and which ones you want to do every day and which ones you want to do once a week. And so, um, there's something very satisfying about like brushing my teeth and then clicking off that task on the mm-hmm. phone and have it like it's colorful and like <laughs> when you check it off it's like look at you caring about your oral health like <laughs> it says it says stuff like that it says stuff like that not that exactly but like like when you shower or something it'll be like fresh and clean <laughs> you know like <laughs> it very much like amps you up and is like you're doing so great for just like very mundane tasks. And I like, could I just write a list of these tasks and cross them off? And would it be the exact same thing? Yes. But there's just something about like, I don't know, the different colors, the... the, It's it's gamified a little bit. It's gamified. It's turned chores into a game And um, if you complete all the tasks, you get like this little medal and (laughs) it's, it's just lovely. And you know what? If, if it brings me joy, then who cares? That's great. Yeah. It brings me joy. And so I've really been loving this and um, you know, it has helped because for me personally, I work from home every now and then. And when I work from home, I'll get up and start working and like, I won't brush my teeth or shower or do a lot of hygiene stuff until like much later in the day. And, you know, I get to it, but I kind of feel gross, you know, like, and and so this is a good reminder to like, hey, let's get that self-care stuff done before you open your laptop and Mm -hmm. start working. Mm -hmm. Um, And then for the cleaning part, for the tidying part, there's like programs that you can choose from. So like, you can be like living room or like bedroom or like fall cleaning. I don't know. They just make it like these fun little packages. And so sometimes I don't know what my chore is going to be until that day, <laughs> which is also very exciting. That's you fun. Know? It's so fun. So I can be like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, am I going to vacuum today? Am I going to dust the furniture today? Am I going to, oh. you know? And so like, it's a surprise. And it's also like it breaks it up. You don't have to clean your whole apartment or Mm -hmm. house or whatever all at once. You can do one little task a day and you Mm -hmm. break it up into smaller steps. So I've actually been loving the tidying. It's been fun. It's a game. It's small, manageable tasks every day. And um, it's it's been really fun for me. Well, that's great. I um... am... I, I keep I have lists I have checklists you know in, in your Apple Notes app you can make yeah. checklists that you can yes. check off. I have a I have a pinned note called Morning Checklist. Love it. And it, and it's just it's very satisfying when you click through all the way through yes. and then you can and then you're done and you select them all and then just click uncheck all and then the next day it starts over again. But I've got go. stuff on my list like brush your teeth, shower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got get out of bed on there. I've got pee on there. 
Love it. Like These I are pee. such achievable goals. <laughs> yeah, I get out of bed, boom, get to check that off my list. I yeah. take a, I take a whiz, uh, wash my a hands. Whiz. <laughs> I take a whiz, wash my hands, and then check That's it the off the list. Pretentious way to say the grossest <laughs> word. <laughs> yeah, which I don't think that even has an H in it, but <laughs> no, it does. Great. Then I nailed it. Um. Yeah, I've got. Um. You know. Uh, put on, you know, charge, charge your watch on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. And then when you check it off at the very end, I get a little dopamine hit. It's mm-hmm. nice. It's all about that dopamine. Yeah. And it's, and it's routine. It's like, you know, I know exactly the five things I need to do before I get out of bed, put on my running outfit yeah, and then go for a run. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's very coffee is on there. Breakfast is on there. Very achievable. It's almost like tidying is you're kind of tidying your life, right? Like tidying does not necessarily mean physical space, right? You're like tidying Mm. your to-do list in a way, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I go into my personal email and I'll clean that out, Mm. you know? It's like a digital tidying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll unsubscribe from a bunch of stuff, you know, archive yeah. old mm-hmm. emails. And uh, yeah, tidying is is more than just your physical space. It's like a lot of mind space as well. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm pretty conscientious about that, too. Like when I look at somebody's phone and, it, and they have their mail app and the badge says like 38,000 unread emails or something like that, Oof. that drives me nuts. Like yeah. my badge... Uh, I keep it under double digits. I keep it single digits. Yeah. For my email. Yeah. My email is always single digits. And like, I don't really go on Facebook or Instagram or yeah. TikTok or any social media like Twitter uh, or X as it's known now. It, for me, it's a one way street. Yes. Me, uh, social media is a one way street. I go on there, I promote my thing, and I get, I, I'm in and out. Yeah. You don't look at anybody else's stuff. I try not to. <laughs> Like I, I will some like I will often like open the Facebook app on my phone with one hand over the screen wow. so that I can only see the little notification bell. Yeah. And I get notifications for almost nothing. Mm-hmm. Like notify me if someone like mentions my name, mm-hmm. comments on one of my posts, uh, or something like that. But like you and you really gotta be vigilant about telling it to not notify you about stuff. Yeah, yeah, you do. So I go in, if I don't have a notification, which is like ninety nine percent of the time I won't. Great. I close it. Close the app. Open Instagram, same way. Hand over the screen. Just look up in the right-hand corner for that heart. If there's a notification, click on it. I get notified for very little. Yeah. You know, somebody like likes my post or comments on it, and I don't post very much, then I'll get a notification. If somebody requests to be my friend, I'll usually say no. Um, and then I will exit the app. Uh, my account is private. Sorry, pop pop heads. Uh, we do have a Pursuit of Perfectness Instagram account. That's at Pursuit of Perfectness. Follow us. Tell your friends. Uh, but yeah, I'm a little like completist. I don't want to say OCD, but uh, that's the first word that came to mind. But like, it's not OCD, but it's a little like, um, I don't know. It's a little completist. Yeah. Uh, I have to go in and make sure I have zero notifications that my email's down to like, you know, ideally that would be zero. But oh man, keeping your email to zero is so hard. But yeah. It's so hard. Digital tidying. And I will confess to you right now, Alan. I'm not a very tidy person. I wish I was. Like at, like in all areas or like, just like digitally? Like in my physical space. Yeah. 
my physical space, I'm a little messy. I mean, who who is who's tidy? Who's like completely tidy? Well, I'm looking at your space right now through your camera, and well, you seem like you're very tidy. No, no, I, this no. is a sham. <laughs> this, this is an is, illusion. I mean, I I know the camera's going here, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm you know like yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure this space looks nice for the camera, and then you know the rest is in shambles. I usually, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like. That's like a metaphor for like. Although I, I know, see, I mean, life. You, you have a shoebox behind I, you. Here's the thing: I usually tidy up that back area behind the camera before I come yeah. on. I didn't today, but you know, it kind of illustrates my point. Like, you're authentic. You're being authentic. I'm being. As, mine's all lies. <laughs> no, I'm not being authentic. I'm just being like, whoops. <laughs> uh, I missed that, but uh, yeah. but that's one thing I have a problem with is, yeah. uh, you know, I order stuff online and then the boxes will just hang around. I know they'll just be I there. I'll just, I got I got a box over there for something that it's like because I'll leave them out and I'll be like, if it breaks within thirty days, I can just pack it up. Mm-hmm, but then they mm-hmm. stay out for months. God, I have so many. Like I have a pantry slash closet, and I have I when I order something, I'm like, you know, thirty days I can return it, and mm-hmm. I put it there with the like. There's stuff that I've meant to return. I don't know. And it just doesn't happen. And I'm like, well, this, I have this now. <laughs> <laughs> this is, and then I'll like, I'll force it to work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I have these, I, I did this, I wore these shoes today. They're, they're sneakers. They're like Adidas white sneakers. Mm-hmm. And I got them. And when I tried them on, um, these shoes could not stop squeaking <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I walked. It's such a strange problem. And I was like, this is so loud. I can't wear these shoes. Like, I'm gonna be laughed at. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be squeaking around. Mm-hmm. People are gonna call me the the squeak lady. Um it's gonna be terrible. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna put them, but you know, you don't wanna leave it out because then your place is cluttered. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put it in the closet with the label. Ellen, just do it before 30 days. And then it's out of sight, out of mind. And of course. it doesn't happen. And so I wore those shoes today. <laughs> I'm like, I have these shoes now because I couldn't <laughs> get it together. And I squeaked all up and down. Uh. But you know what? It's not as bad when you're like outside because like outside is like loud enough. Yeah. But if I So wear it's not them, a thing where like you wear them a few times and the squeak will go away? I, I mean, I hope so. I hope, I hope so. so. This too. was my first time actually wearing them. I hope um, that for you. And the squeakiness stayed consistent. So <laughs> we'll see. I actually got a new pair of shoes. That's why there's a shoe box back there. Oh, Nikes. Okay. There they're so comfortable. Oh. Um, Are they running my, shoes? They, they're technically they're running shoes, but they're not like, I wouldn't wear them to run. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? They're fashion. Yeah. Shoes. They're for, they're for, I walk a lot, so I might as well get some running shoes. Yeah. But if I want a really good pair of running shoes, I'll I'll go to Brooklyn Running Company or Running Club, whatever that store I think is called. That's where I went for mine. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get a fitting and I'll pay you know two hundred and fifty dollars for yeah. a pair of yeah running shoes, which I've only done once because these yes. shoes of mine, the running shoes, they still got a lot of yeah. time left on them. I was running yesterday and I was running hard, and actually no, sorry, the day before yesterday, I was running hard and I was running fast. And I was setting records. I didn't know it at the time, but I was setting personal records. And my running shoes, like, I was so grateful for them. 
because they made it so much like easier and manageable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, same day, I put on my my like old Nikes that because um, I hadn't gotten the new ones yet and ran like 10 feet for the train. I was like, this is awful. This is the worst thing ever. Mm. Um, but also like the tread was so worn down that there's almost a hole in the sole. Yeah. Um, which is why I got the new ones. Anyway, is any of this interesting? Probably not. <laughs> no, I just love that it's like, you know, we've, we're talking about running a lot, but like that's because we talked about like exercise on one of our past podcasts and like we're still living it. So I think it's it's beautiful. But back to tidying. Um, <clears throat> I will also say that like I'm kind of – and I have to be careful about this because you can go overboard. But I also love to like buy like an organizer or like some sort of like um, – device like I just bought some clear plastic holders for like my skincare items mm-hmm. um and oof I it's just it elevates the space you know what I mean like instead of having like all my products out just like I have like this place in my bedroom where like it's just like on a nightstand yeah now it's like everything needs to have like a home isn't that what like Mm -hmm. Marie Kondo says like every item needs to have a home okay yeah that sounds like I find that very satisfying so I need a place for everything and everything in its place like a little holder you need like a little home for for all your items so but that can get out of control you can buy like too many you know glass jars for (laughs) your pantry and products but oof i I find that it elevates the space yeah i mean i'm all for buying stuff that's gonna make your life easier right you know if you got the if you got the cash you you know i i bought um this has nothing to do with tidying but i bought two five pound bags of sand (laughs) (laughs) for what reason um you know if you've ever been on a photo shoot or a set uh you know that they'll weigh down the tripods and the cam and the microphones and the lights and stuff with little bags of sand yes 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 uh so i bought them for my like my self tapes got it got it got it yeah (laughs) Um, nothing to make me feel better about my purchase (laughs) i bought two bags of sand (laughs) about two bags of sand You can pick up one item from the store, anything you want. I'll take it. Can I get two? (laughs) (laughs) Anything. Anything at all. Mm, Anything? Yeah. Like a tractor even? Yeah, you can get a tractor. Mm. I get two bags of sand. (laughs) Who's this character? I love this guy. Who's this character? What does he need the sand for? Because he doesn't sound like he does self-tapes. He seems like he needs it for a much sketchier reason. Yeah. Like, table. Uh, what? <laughs> table. What does that mean? <laughs> you're like, you're going to use them as a table? Uh, oh, I love this character. Uh, I love this character, too. Um, okay. I also have to um, mention, I think one of the easiest ways to tidy your space and to get rid of clutter and to get rid of things you don't need is to move. Am I right? 
Oh, actually, yeah, I agree. That makes me think of um, a thing I wanted to talk about, which, which is that uh, Robin and I finally got an interview with the co-op board at this place. Woo-woo! Um, and it's going to go great. Cross your fingers, cross your toes. It's going to go great. And we're going to move. Cross your fingers. Um, probably in December, if everything goes right. Not to jinx it. But we're going to have to start getting rid of a lot of stuff. We're going to have yes. to start packing. And yeah, I mean... What better way to get rid of stuff than to move, right? So that's, Nothing I guess that's, a, that's our advice. you more because yeah. you're like, I don't want to pack this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so overwhelming to move and to pack things. And it, you really get really honest with how much you like an object or an item. Yeah. I got to get rid of this PS3. Oh, that's a hard one, though. Well, as I said it, I was like, wait, I need it to play DVDs um, and Blu-rays, but I don't, I also need to get rid of all my DVDs. <laughs> so I just need to get rid of the whole kit and caboodle. I need to get rid of this shoebox, but where will I put all my scraps of paper? <laughs> <laughs> where am I going to put this stuff I need to recycle in two years? <laughs> Yeah, that is it's it's hard. It's hard, but it will it'll force the issue because you'll have to make a decision, you know. Yeah. Either way. So, um when I, when Rajiv and I moved into our current place, um I had the great privilege of hiring a friend of mine. Her name is Sue Ray, and she had started her own organizing company called Sorted by Sue. And I cannot recommend her services enough. Um, she came with two of her colleagues and she, they literally unpacked us. Like we were in boxes. We had just moved into the space. She let, she even like pictures of the space and we sent it to her and her team. And she emailed back being like, here's what I recommend like getting like, get some uh she recommended certain shelves for our pantry certain hangers for our closet um so incredibly helpful so we had like all that stuff ready for when her and her team arrived and then she and her team just took care of everything and they put things into the space in such an intuitive way like every item they place I'm like of course that goes there of course that goes there. It makes so much example. sense. So for instance, like, like certain, like in the kitchen, like there are certain items. She's like, you're going to be using your pots all the time, you know? And so she would, she like had this drawer, which by the way, like I put the pot in and it would fit like two pots. She added this device in so that we could put them in horizontally. We got like five pots in there now. So yes, I just, I don't have like, let me think about a better example, but also just the mental load of her and her team making those decisions. And all we had to do was like, she'd be like, you have two of these. Do you need both? And we'd be like, no. And then she would literally take all of our extra stuff and like, she's like, we'll donate it. We'll throw it out. Like we'll take, and she left with bags of just stuff we didn't need anymore. And it was just mm. so, so satisfying. Are you sure you didn't get robbed? 
<laughs> it's so funny because she's like, people pay me to uh, uh, take their stuff. <laughs> and it's true because you feel this unburdening, like too much stuff, like cluttering your space clutters your mind. It clutters your soul. Yeah. And when you just have clean space and you know that everything in your space is intentional and being mm. used, mm -hmm. you feel so much better. And you can think so much clearly. So I yeah. highly recommend Sorted by Sue. Um, it was a really great experience. And we also have a, uh, a response from her on tidying in our listener feedback. Yeah. So we'll hear from Sue in, in just a minute, right? But uh, yes. yeah, t t uh, I, I really need some somebody to come in and just like, because it, it can't be me. I'm not going to take the time to go like, do you I need an do objective need third party? Yeah, uh, you really I don't do. know. I, I like, t like I, one of the, you know, one of my, one of my things is procrastinating. Uh, yeah. I'll procrastinate a lot. And tidying is the thing I probably procrastinate most in the world of, about. It's yeah. just like, ah, uh, yeah, I'll do it after I do these eight other things. I know. So I, I end up getting things done, but not tidying because yeah. somehow uh, I just didn't have time <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I mean, you know, I have my chores that I do like my, I, like I, I have, a like Robin and I have assigned chores that we do that we always do. Right. So I do the majority of like dishes. Uh, I, you know, I, I feed Lulu lunch, Robin feeds her dinner. I do the cat litter. Like there's things that I always do. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm not a monster, but, um, but I think. You know, Robin probably ends up doing more of the like housework and tidying up, which is not fair. Mm. Uh, and it's also like probably doesn't feel great for her as a feminist to be, you know what I mean, delegated mm. this, this stuff because I'm so. Well, I don't want to be get too. I don't want to be too hard on myself, but I really, I'll say this: I could be better, and I want to improve. And and maybe after this episode, I'll figure out some strategies. Mm. And on and, and, and next time we'll be talking about, about it's about bettering people, specifically yeah. me and Ellen. <laughs> and you get to listen. <laughs> it's a one way street. <laughs> it's a one way street, baby. <laughs> um, so I, I'm so curious about that. And then we'll take a break. Uh, actually, let's take a break. And then I'll ask you follow up questions to that. All right. Sounds good to me. Let's take a break. Take a break. And we're back. <laughs> I'll take two, I'll take two bags of sand. <laughs> uh, oh, bag of sand, man is back. Uh, uh, Get out of here. Oh, all right. <laughs> Just take my sand and go. <laughs> um, Dennis, I had some questions about yes. um, sharing the chores in a domestic partnership because I'm in the same situation and mm -hmm. I have some questions because I'd love, <laughs> I love to that know character <laughs> this character. That that character should get together. Like a reporter. Yeah. Like, well, I just got a couple <laughs> questions. Um, so my question for you is, did you and Robin have an intentional conversation of how you were going to split the chores or did it just organically happen that like oh you just ended up 
feeding Lulu for lunch and her for dinner. That just kind of organically happened. And now that's kind of the set routine. It did not organically happen. And it was a conversation. Got it. And it was like a a few conversations Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that um, you got to have these conversations sometimes, you know, you do like, um, you know, some of it was like, you know, I don't think it's fair that I do this so much. And, you know, uh, so, you know, yeah, so intentional conversations, trying to do my part, but I I could do better. So I feel like I am also the less tidy one Hmm. in my relationship. Um, I know, which kind of seems off brand for me. It does. (laughs) I know. Um, but also Rajiv seems very, seems like a very neat person. He's very neat. And what we've learned is we have to define what is the minimum standard of care Mm -hmm. because we, and you know, I love to define terms, Dennis. Yeah. We got to still define tidy. We haven't done that yet, but we'll get there. We haven't defined. Oh my God. Um, and like, so, but this is a, uh, this is a good opportunity to do it because the, what would happen with us was he would get upset that something wasn't tidy. And to me, I'd be like, but to me, this is tidy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you a concrete example. Mm-hmm. So he appreciates the bed being made. Mm-hmm. So, um, when when he's making the bed, you know, if he gets out of bed after me, he will, you know, he'll make it really nice and tucked in and, you know, nothing like hospital corners. Good. I hate hospital know, corners. Out, outrageous stuff. Yeah, but that's like, outrageous. It's the sheets are aligned. The comforter's aligned. It is made. When I get out of bed, first of all, I never gave a poop about making my bed. So I never used to do it. I'm like, whatever. I'm going to get back into it. It doesn't matter. But, you know, that bothered Rajiv. It it, it means something to him to have the bed made. So I, you know, will match him there. But I, so I would get out of bed and I would just kind of, you like toss the comforter Mm -hmm. so that it's covering the bed. But the sheets underneath are like, oh no. That would drive me nuts. Okay, yes, and it drove Rajiv nuts. But I'm like, but no one can tell. The oh. the comforter looks fine. Who cares oh, what the sheets it. It look hurts. like underneath? I'm like, listen, <laughs> it's all about optics, baby. Ah. You know, and the appearance. It looks good. It doesn't matter what's going on inside. And he's Interesting. Like, no, but then it when doesn't I get matter it. what's going on inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, but then when I get into bed, I have to make it again. Yes. And so, you know, that bothers him. So we had to learn to define what what is the definition of a made bed. Because mm-hmm. to me, I thought that was made. Right. So when he was like, you didn't make the bed, I was like, I did make the bed. And now we're just arguing right. over semantics. Mm-hmm. So, Because you didn't define your terms. Exactly. So for those of you that are have roommates, if you're living with somebody, you have to define what is your minimum standard of care. Another example. Now we're just rocking and rolling. Right. Um, there's a blanket 
in the living room mm-hmm. that we'll use sometimes. Um, you know, I'll use it when I'm watching TV on the couch. And I would end up just leaving it there. Um, cause I'm a messy gal. <laughs> <laughs> and Rajiv was like, you know, I'd appreciate it if you'd fold the blanket and put it in the blanket basket, you know, when mm-hmm. you're done with it. And I, that was a lot of work for me mm-hmm. to fold the blanket mm-hmm. and put it away in the basket. So I was like, what if? I just get the blanket in the basket. (laughs) (laughs) Is that enough for you? And he's like, yeah, actually, I think that would be okay. Hmm. And so, bam, a minimum standard of care. There's like compromise happening. There's conversation. Exactly. So what I'll usually do is I'll just kind of like, I'll kind of like loop it up. Yeah. If you can't, since you can't see listener, uh, uh, Ellen's doing the wrap it up hand gesture, rotating <laughs> her hands around each other rapidly. Like um, like a toilet paper roll. Like a know? toilet paper roll unrolling. And then I I just dump it in the basket and we're both satisfied. Mm-hmm. I don't have to spend time folding it meticulously, but it's in the basket, it's off the couch, the space is clear. Minimum standard of care. Should we move on to listener responses? Let's listen to your responses. Yes. Because we also wanted to uh, hear from you all. Um, how do you tidy? Uh, let me let me tell you exactly how we framed the question uh, before we get into this. We said, hello, friend mm-hmm. of the pursuit of perfectness. Uh, we are asking you about our next topic, which is tidying up. Do you struggle to keep your living space neat and clean? Do you thrive on chaos? How do you tidy? A little at a time or in one big burst? Are you a procrastinator? Do you have a system? Is there one designated chair in your bedroom for clothes that are pretty much mostly clean? Tell us about the chair. Tell us everything. We want to hear it. Yes. I got a chair. You got a chair? I have a bench. Mm-hmm. I got a couch. So, so it's even like... It takes up even more space so yeah. I can put more crap on it. I had a big pile of clothes right here uh, behind me uh, before you we started recording. That. I cleared it. There you go. I did, the, I did the smell test and I put them where they were supposed to go. There you go. Um, all right. So our first listener response comes to us from Robin in NYC. That's my partner, folks. <laughs> um, so... Robin says, I have a love-hate relationship with the self-help industry. I think it's pretty toxic in general, but one of my favorite books in this category is How to Keep House While Drowning by Casey Davis. The message of this book is basic, but surprisingly absent from most self-help books. Not everyone's brain works the same way, and we all face different challenges. So there's no one-size-fits-all method that will work for everyone, and we shouldn't compare ourselves to others. It's no surprise that the author is a therapist. The book gives a multi-tiered approach to cleaning, focusing on making a space functional, not perfect. Hey. One of the popular takeaways from the book is the five things method of cleaning. There are only five types of messes in your home. Trash, dishes, laundry, things that have a place, and things that don't have a place. Having categories to tackle can help an overwhelmed brain, and you should prioritize the things that affect the healthiness of your home. So tackle trash or dishes first, since those can attract pests. Thank you, Robin. 
Thank you, Robin. Excellent response. Yeah, absolutely prioritize those things that might attract pests first. Ooh, that's the worst. Yeah. That's not even like tidying. That's like that's, that's just like basic hygiene. Cleanse, cleanliness, which is, you know, it's all it's all in the same realm. Yeah. Um, you know, thing being untidy doesn't usually bother me that much um mm-hmm. except for this like low grade sense of guilt that's constantly hanging over me right right um but it doesn't bother me like like an unclean dish on the table like would bother me yeah yeah there's definitely like a hierarchy of filth you know yeah. like a like a like a blanket out of place is not the same as like a dirty dish with food on it yeah you know mm-hmm. i love I love to categorize. So mm-hmm. I love in Robin's response, that's like, there's five types of messages. Mm-hmm. Trash, dishes, laundry, things that have a place and things that don't have a place. I love that. Yeah. I love to enumerate things. It helps, yeah. it helps keep things in my brain in order. So thank Absolutely. you Absolutely, Robin. Um, and there's definitely like, I love that. And like having a hierarchy, like trash, is probably number one, right? Mm-hmm. Like you got to get the trash out. Yeah. That's, you know, and then dishes, number two. Mm-hmm. Laundry, you got to have clothes. And then things, things that are like cluttery, but not necessarily dirty. Yeah. I love that. I um, I, I had a conversation with Robin today that was about recycling paper, mm-hmm. um, where like I, I always remove the staples from things when I put them in the recycling. And she doesn't. And I was just floored by that. I was like, I thought you had to. And she's mm. like, I don't think you have to. I did not look it up. Yeah. But I was just like, all of these, all of the, how many I years have I wasted pulling staples out of uh, mailers, that, uh, junk mail, well, magazines? You know, same thing. I've been washing out my plastic recycling like with food in it. And Rajiv told me I didn't have to do that. Well, you should do it just to not, again, not attract pests dang old pests pests yeah but like yeah i never know like what are the rules i'll rinse them out and wipe them out but i won't go crazy with like soap dish soap or anything like that yeah they don't need to be like pristine yeah yeah but folks listeners i don't know what the rules are in your area but i gotta look this up do you can you really leave staples and papers i think because if you can that is gonna save me a lot i have a huge pile of paper recycling opened up yeah i have a huge pile of paper recycling i have a shredder next to it and it's just like well, don't put staples in your shredder. But uh, unless but it's I, a really good one, yeah. And I don't have a really good one. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, but so many of them are just sitting there because they have staples in them, and I'll like I'll get around to removing the staples. But now that it seems possible that I don't have to do that, it's like whoa, what a wait! I feel like a whole world has opened up for you. Yeah, this is this is. Um, I feel so free in a way that I have not felt. It goes back to your earlier point of like make the barrier to entry as low as possible. Yeah. Like if you don't even have if you don't have to wait to remove those staples, you're gonna clean so much faster. Oh my god. Amazing, folks. All right. Our second listener response comes from Justin in NYC, who says, I've wanted to respond to one of these for a while. Thanks, well, Justin. I'm glad today's the day. I am definitely someone who likes their space to be pretty tidy, but over the years, I've sort of realized that there are certain practices that help your space look the most tidy for the least effort. So these are what I focus on first. I love that everyone has like a system. Yeah. Uh, He writes, number one, 
bed made. I make mine every day. Mm. All right. But what what does a made bed mean? <laughs> Got to right? define your terms, Justin. Got to define the terms. I assume he means, you know. Like the normal way. <laughs> the, the normal way, not the Ellen lazy gal way, um, which is just me holding up a painting of a made bed. Because <laughs> it's all about optics. Of, <laughs> it's all about optics, baby. Um, number two, shoes paired, aligned, and out of the way. Ooh, this mm. is such, this is a big one for me because I feel like shoes pile up around my front door area mm-hmm. so much and I trip over them. Number three, all drawers, closets, and cabinets completely closed. Doing those three things gets you like 70% there. <laughs> Unfortunately, my wife literally... No, read it like he wrote it. (laughs) Unfortunately, my wife... (laughs) There you go. We know Justin, and every time he refers to Sarah, his wonderful wife, he has to use the Borat. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He wrote it phonetically. He said, unfortunately, my wife... My wife... Does literally, Does yeah, literally the exact opposite of all three of these things. Huh. She keeps her bedside table drawer all the way pulled out at all times, so she has more surface to put stuff on. I mean, it sounds like a smart lady to me. She's I mean, got that more sounds, surfaces. No, that sounds like a nightmare to me. <laughs> he goes on nightmare material. Yeah. Second anecdote, as someone who likes to keep tidy, I've come to gauge how my life is going via my kitchen table. I really like to keep it clear. The more stuff is on it, the more my life has descended into chaos. Now that the baby arrived, you can guess what the table looks like. And he even provided a Um, picture, and it was messy. Messy. Uh, um, But I mean... Of course. You got a baby. You got a new baby. Things are going to be messy. And and you you embrace that. Um, Thank you, Justin. I loved this response. I have to say, um, since reading this response, I have really made it an effort to to do these three things. Like every day I'm like, is my kitchen clear? How's my life going? Is my kitchen clear? (laughs) I I like think it's a really good metric. Yeah. And, And the stuff that's on my kitchen table, like... It's not that hard to clear. It's like Advil, headphones, papers, pens, mm-hmm. my phone. I'm like, this stuff doesn't need to be here. Yeah. Like, it's all pretty manageable stuff to put away. And and it really elevates the space. Like, immediately, a clear table. Mm-hmm. Oof. It, it's so easy to let things pile up on every single surface in your home. and it- Surfaces are just being they're just asking yeah. for stuff yeah. and, to be put on top of them. And and when you and when they're clear, it just has for me, it has a huge effect on my mental hygiene and my Same. mental wellness. It's just like it, and it's just <laughs> such an easy thing to do. And it's just again, it's a procrastination thing. But like my desk has a bunch of crap on it. My our yeah. coffee table, the living yeah. the, the kitchen the the dining room table has yeah. a bunch of junk mail, boxes, um yep. like knickknacks. Um, stuff that needs to go. You know what I do that I is so silly. Like I have a I have a kitchen island counter right next to the uh, dining room table, 
<laughs> so sometimes I'll just move stuff to the counter. <laughs> and I'm like, did I do anything? <laughs> did I just clutter up this counter in order to clean? Is the table clean if it came at the expense of cluttering up the counter? Like, mm. is the space actually cleaner? Mm. Well, it's a good it's, philosophical it's, question. It's a really good philosophical question. And it probably <laughs> says something about your priorities. We have like a we have like a counter for like a food prep counter mm-hmm. that when I moved in, um, because I moved into Robin's apartment. When I moved in, mm-hmm. my priority for that counter was clear. It's gotta be clear, it's gotta be clean, and it's gotta be clear. Because this is where and under this control. is where food clean gets prepped. Sorry. Oh. That was a very silly joke about a brand called clean and clear <laughs> oh i guess i sort of vaguely remember that now that you say it <laughs> clean and clear and, and under, under control. control this is like a zit medication or something yes. that's right so yeah clean anyway, clear and under control clean. just yeah. like just like that zit medication that's how i like yes. to keep my our, our kitchen counter yeah i i really really uh, there's like a few things that go on there because that's where that's their place that's where they go yeah but home. you know me i'm a, i like to cook I don't like to cook, but I do cook. Um, and and I like I need the surface to be clean. I like I like to, you know, what well, well, this isn't the cooking episode, but anyway, my my sur- that yeah. surface needs to be clear. But that's pretty much I'm sorry, the only thing. We've just surface. improved in so many areas of our life, it's hard not to refer back to them. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yep. All right. Let's uh, uh, next go to our third listener email. Our next listener email comes to us from Steve in NYC. Haha, ha, wow. I do also do that chair thing for things mostly clean. Relatable. It is, it's a mostly clean chair. It's like when you wore a shirt once, but you're yeah. not done with that shirt. And it can't go back in the cl- in the closet. It's crazy. So he says, uh, I also do that chair thing for things mostly clean. Eventually, I bought a laundry basket for the things mostly clean. Hmm. Mm. And I have another basket for the things that are totally clean out of the dryer. And another one for things that are dirty. And I don't really fold as much as I should. I just pull stuff out of the baskets. Honestly, efficient. It's efficient. Uh, I got some stuff to say about this, but we'll get we'll <laughs> wait till the end. For tidying, I tried to embrace the conmary and keep things that spark joy. And I ended up getting rid of a lot of things. Became an expert at selling things on eBay slash marketplace and donating to Goodwill. I used to be a hoarder. And it took me about three years to slowly tidy down the various categories or sections of my apartment and go back to each category because of my reluctance to discard. Mm. I think I'm almost down to where I want to be. Tidying is definitely easier now, but it's hard as all my life I've been pretty messy, but at least every now and then I try to put things back to the designated place they should be. Another facet of Con Marie. By the way, am I saying that right, Ellen? I don't know. Conmarie is like my Bible. Sometimes I read random parts of the book just to see if I can glean some more tidying wisdom that I missed previously. Thank you, Steve. Um, I assume Conmarie is some kind of Marie Kondo thing. That's what I was thinking. I I think so because I just Googled it and she popped up. So Uh, that that, that must be like her brand. Got it. Well, I I think it's good to put – to have three separate places for things. But the basket thing for clean clothes, I think – I would, I just, I don't like, I, I, I'm imagining that you they're, want it to that be they're, folded. yeah, well, I'm imagining that they're wrinkled. I know. You know, uh, so that's what the chair is for. You throw things on there and like flattened out. Right. And they stay not wrinkled. Right. You know? Right. Um, so I, for me personally, basket thing, I have one hamper for my dirty laundry. Right. Um, and then I got the, the chair slash couch 
for the clothes that are mostly clean. Yeah. But I lay them out. Closet and drawers for the clean. Yeah. Folded, hung up. Away. Yeah. If you ever see me out in the wild, uh, I'm pretty well put together, I think. I'm almost never wearing stuff that's wrinkly. Um, so I think my method is pretty good. Uh, I can't even buy stuff that like needs to be ironed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. <clears throat> if it's like this needs to be ironed, I'm like, I'll I'll just go. I'll live my life without this thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's... Or like something will be like dry clean only and I'll be like, I'm washing this. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. But don't tell me what to do. Yeah, but you know, I'm glad to hear that that Steve's uh, 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 seems like he's on a good uh, pathway, a good trajectory. Works for him. Yeah, you're not a hoarder anymore. You found a system works for you. Everyone's brains are different, right? Yes. Yes. So, um, so thank you, Steve. Beautiful. Thank you, Steve. And then rounding us out with Sue herself. Um, I asked her to contribute to this because I thought, who better to ask than the expert? Mm -hmm. So Sue writes, "Um, I am a firm believer that organizing is essentially a conversation between you and your stuff. What do you love? What makes you feel good looking at it or wearing it? What is is used frequently? Uh, for example, is it useful? And what do you treasure or have memories about? What is sentimental? I love the intentionality of tidying. You get to decide what's important in your life and what is cluttering your journey to the life you want to live. Yes, it takes work, but the whole process is liberating and freeing beyond measure. Like life itself, the picture looks different for everyone. Mm. Thank you, Sue. Poetry. Poetry. Thank you, Sue. I I do think like, you know, like tidying, it can sound like such a trivial thing, but it's so wound up in your emotional state, Mm -hmm. your psychological state, Mm -hmm. what it what it says about you and how you want to represent yourself. I, I think it's 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 a lot deeper than people think right yeah. on the surface. I think so what Sue's uh, method um, or the way of looking at things makes me think is like, yeah. makes me start to realize, I guess, is tidying up is not just physical labor. It's also mental labor. It takes work to look yeah. at something and go, does this make me feel good? Is it useful? Yes. It's intentionality is mental labor, right? A hundred percent. Did you ever play Sims? No. Okay, in the game Sims, which is just like, it's a simulation of just like a person living in a house. It's one of those like games where there's no purpose. You just live. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sounds and- awful. <laughs> I loved it so much. <laughs> you play for freaking hours. Um, but basically you have like eight categories of like, health and like the healthier you are the greener your like diamond is that's over your head and mm-hmm. like the more unhealthier you are it like turns red and they were like i think there were eight different categories i'm not going to remember them all but like you know one was sleep one was hunger like so you had to make sure to feed them you had to make sure that you like had them sleep um uh and then like one of them was just called room 
Hmm. And I was like, room? I was like, what the hell is that? And it was like, if they walked into a room in the house that was like really beautiful and it had like, it was clean and it had like art and it had plants, their room would go up. Hmm. And then if you went into another space that was like not as tidy, like there was a bunch of like garbage needing to be taken out, like then all of a sudden it would go down to red. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, when I was playing this game, I was like a child. And so I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> I was like, just because the room is dirty, their health goes down. And I was like, that's such an unnecessary, stupid part. It just It's just a way they want you to just buy like prettier art for the room, you know? But now that I'm an adult, I'm like, I totally get that. And sometimes I imagine that green diamond over my head. Hmm. And when like the space is clean and nice and tidy, I'm like, feel this little boop, 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 boop. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's my room score going up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so cute and helpful. (laughs) It's so helpful to have like a, like a, like a mental picture. Yeah. Like that, like, like. Yeah, like I'll do that when I'm running. I feel like I'm just bragging about how much I'm running. <laughs> You're like, how do I get this conversation back to run? I ran almost three miles today. Did I mention? I'm basically Usain Bolt, who is not a <laughs> no, distance runner. No, I love runner. it. I love that you're doing it and that you're keeping it up. It's really, it's a good thing. Yeah, but I, I picture different things when I'm running. That was the point. But anyway, uh, yeah. but I love the the green diamond meter, like filling up. Yeah. And I think it's true because I think it does, it elevates your mood, mm-hmm. it elevates your mental clarity. Like, it's real. It's, it's you know, Sims knew what they were doing when they made that category. Yeah. And I think just realizing, for me personally, realizing that it's mental labor, I can, yeah. pre- I can prepare. I can go, okay, this is going to be not just physical labor, but it is mental labor. And then also realizing that it is an investment that will pay off big time. Like, yeah. Like what you get out of it is go- is going to be so much more than what you put into it. Me clearing off this desk is going to be such a small like amount of work, physically and mentally, but yeah. it's going to improve my mental health, like beyond what I put into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I the other night I just like wiped my bathroom counter down because it was like starting to get like that like. You know, there's like a lot of water collects and then it turns brown and it's just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like wiped that all off. I like cleared it. And then the next time I went to go to the bathroom, I had forgotten that I did that. And I had like the biggest reaction. I was like, (gasps) (laughs) this beautiful sink. It's a a gift that you're you're giving to your future self. Yes. You you discovered it. You received it. I was like, Ellen from mm. an hour ago, <laughs> you gem. Hmm. I love this gift that you've given me. <laughs> it's important to thank your past self. It is. had to do the work. It is. It is. You know? It is. I, yeah. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. Tell me if this is unhinged or not. Okay. When I, and then we'll wrap up, I promise. Um, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> when I was like, seven years old i wanted did you also hear children when you said seven years old (laughs) yes there's 
children playing okay. outside my window. I thought and maybe I'm it the, was my imagination just being very. Active. I have the I have the window open. Should I close no, it to no, drown no, no. out their cries of fun? No, let's hear their fun. When you were seven years old. <laughs> when I was seven years old, and I may have been running around like these children are, uh-huh. um, having a blast. I I had this idea that I wanted to, um, say hello to my future self. So I remember like pausing. And I had this like whole monologue to my future self. I was like, hi, Ellen. And I like, I was like, I just like talked Mm -hmm. to, and I said, when I turn, like, I don't know, when I'm an adult, I'm going to do this again in response. Whoa. I I made like a time capsule for myself, but I didn't write it down. I guess that would have made more sense, like written myself a letter to myself that I could respond to. But I just... I just said it out loud. And I remember being really nervous hmm. and being like, what if she thinks I'm lame for Aww. doing this? And, she, and I'm like, am I going to be so embarrassed that I did this? And that now as an adult, I'm like, that was actually the coolest, most creative thing ever. I yeah. like love that little girl. But I just, it's so funny that I thought I was going to be like a bully. (laughs) (laughs) What a lame thing, seven-year-old Ellen. Wow. Do you remember Um, anything about what you said to yourself or is that a private? um, I think I just, I remember being self-conscious about thinking that she'd like think what I was doing was lame, um, which is kind of sad. And I think I was just like, hi, I just wanted to say hi. I just wanted to do this little experiment. Hmm. Um, I look forward to like hearing your response. But you can't respond in whatever, back. And, and in whatever way that means, you know. Huh. I mean, you can yeah. be thankful, right? But you can't really respond because that kid is gone. But or is she still alive inside of you? Is she still there? Is she, my inner child huh. is still there? You can, so you maybe know? you can say thank yeah. you. Uh, I'm doing fine. You're not. You're not lame. You're very cool and you're creative. Not lame. You're very cool and creative, and I think it's cool that you thought to do this. Oh my gosh, Oof, that's so cool. Deep. <laughs> I think that's so cool that you did that. I really do. Thank you. I wish you would know that not only did I think it was cool, but my friends thought it was cool. Yes. Well, you can tell her. <laughs> I'll tell her. <laughs> uh, all right. Any other final final thoughts? What did we learn? You know, we learned that this topic goes deep. It goes deep. I think uh, I learned I need to cut my partner a little more slack, and mm. uh, she needs to cut me a little more slack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's. I really it's, think that this is important for for anybody who's living together, whether that's couples or platonic roommates or you know anyone you're sharing space mm-hmm. with you really do need to have intentional conversations about this. Yeah. And probably multiple conversations Yeah, over time, just check-ins. Define the terms, figure out the minimum standard of care, Mm -hmm. um, find out what's important to each other. Cause once you know, like, okay, making the bed is important to my partner. Like it, it, even though it's not important to me, I'm like, oh, but this is important to my partner. So I'm going to do this like once. and, And then you find out what's not so important. And then that helps you prioritize. Yeah. I think another thing I learned is uh, that it's tidying up isn't just physical labor, it's mental labor, and you can yep. prepare yourself for that. You can gird yourself, yeah. your mental loins, uh, 
and uh, and that'll probably help. Uh, the, for me, the thing uh, I think I got from Justin's email was the surfaces thing. Like, yes. like if I can do those three things that he, on his list, but but also the surfaces thing. Yeah. Then I think that would probably in, in, improve my life one thousand percent. Um, we'll see what happens. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like we should do it a little experiment. Yeah. See if we can keep our surfaces clear for like the next week. See if that changes mm. our mood. It's going to take yeah. work. It's going to take work. But it's a little gift that you're giving your future self. It's a gift. I love seeing tidying as a gift. And I think it can be a gift to yourself. I think it can also be a gift to the people you're with. Oh, like, of course. Yeah. You know, I think I I really, you know, if Rajiv goes away for the weekend, I try to make it really clean for when Aww. he comes back. Because then it's like. That's very sweet. You know what I mean? It's like a nice way to come back. And it's like, oh, how thoughtful you like made the space nice and clean for me to come back. That makes to. me think about what I do when Robin goes away. When she goes away, yeah. I order pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you clean it up before she comes back. <laughs> I do, but it's so it's so funny to me that like I order pizza and there's no it, there's nothing has changed. Like I always <laughs> I always cook for myself. It's not like she's not around to, to like, well, she's the old ball and chain's not around to make me a meal. I better order pizza. Like I cook. Nothing has changed. <laughs> That actually is so funny. Something in your brain is like, yeah, oh, no, I gotta order pizza. Yeah, it's so funny. But uh, but I, I don't do nice things for her to come back to. Oh my god. Well, maybe you could add that. Maybe you I could will. add that as a as a challenge for yourself. Yeah. It is a gift. It is a gift. It is a gift that you can give to someone and people love it. It's yeah. such a good gift. True. It's like, true. look, I cleaned this for you. Oh amazing. Yeah. And it's nice. free, folks. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to take these two bags of sand and get out of here. <laughs> oh, we had to have him come back <laughs> to round out the episode. Um, all right, Dennis, you want to bring us out? Uh, I sure do, Alan. Uh, folks, that is it for this week. Follow us on Instagram at Pursuit of Perfectness. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pursuit of Perfectness. Leave us a voicemail at 347-915-3446. That's 347-915-3446. Leave us a voicemail and we might read, uh, we might play it back on the air. You can email us at Pursuit of Perfectness at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on Apple Podcasts and we might read your review on the air. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Thank you to Richard Kristoforski for producing, Krista Luca for editing, and Keith Bergun for our theme music. Until next time, folks, be a little less hard on yourself. Bye. Bye. Bye.